Welcome to the Teacher Blogs Podcast, a podcast for teachers who have more time to listen than to read. This is a podcast that amplifies the voices of education writers that are seen, read, but need to be heard. If you've written a blog post that you'd like me to consider featuring here, please message me at teacher underscore blogs on Twitter. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and I'm so glad that you're joining me here on this episode. Let's let the learning begin. Today's blog post features Andrew Julian. You'll find his post on the Teachers on Fire magazine on Medium. You can also connect with Andrew on Twitter at Andrew J. Julian. Now, here is Andrew Julian with his blog post, Hey XR, Don't Forget About Education. The more years that I teach, I continue to see that learning is a deeply personal endeavor. Whether it is through my own pursuits of learning or a student's acquisition of new skills and content in my classroom, it is clear that rarely do two people find success in the exact same way. To address this, there has been a myriad of pedagogical approaches aimed at trying to address the individual student. Whether it is personalized, individualized, or differentiated learning, The goal is always to provide students a learning experience that deeply resonates with them as a person and empowers them to always put forth their best effort. This year, I was lucky to be able to take 16 of my students to the South by Southwest Festival in order to explore how XR or extended reality, such as augmented reality, virtual reality, or mixed reality, can be utilized in overcoming current and future educational challenges. While each of these sessions that we attended provided a valuable perspective on different applications, one quotation stuck with me and became more and more relevant with each additional session. That quotation is, quote, We consume the majority of our information through rectangles, not just TVs and smartphones, but also books and paper. End quote. Never before had I really lumped all types of media consumption into one very accurate grouping. When I continued to examine this seemingly unconnected group, one unifying element connected each of them. Two dimensions. Looking back to the learning from rectangles quote, the primary, uh, the primary, the primarily consumptive role that users assume does not provide the customized relationship that is essential for focus and productive feedback and mentorship that will lead a student to learn. For the purposes of clarification, everything that goes on in a classroom is not learning. There's a lot of teaching, which is categorically different than learning. A teacher can teach for a full class with students learning nothing. To me, and thankful, thankfully a, number of, uh, a growing number of teachers, the learning in a classroom comes from the doing by the student. This means that the student is verifying what was taught through experimentation and research or applying the information to see how it is relevant and applicable in a broader perspective. XR has the potential to provide a more robust learning experience for the student by augmenting or supplementing the doing in a classroom based on each student's needs. When students are engaged in a procedure for the first time, a typical structure is to have written instructions, regardless of the complexity of the task, that the student follows. While it is practical to expect students to be able to read and follow instructions, there are some skills where the written steps are convoluted and do not effectively articulate the best way to complete the task. 
With the support of XR, students would be able to see arrows or lines that connect piece A to piece B visualizations overlaid on the items with which they are actually interacting in three-dimensional space. For example, think about the last time you put together a piece of IKEA furniture. This experience would be akin to having the XR device, most likely a headset, identify the name of different pieces as you scanned over them by looking at them so that you knew you were using the right piece. In addition, you would see an arrow pointing to the right location to put the piece and could even have a video tutorial overlaid on your environment to demonstrate how the piece should be properly installed. While this is not intended to take away from the learning opportunity that comes from failure, um, but when trying to execute a complex, complex task for the first time, a trial and error scenario often leads to confusion and frustration, not learning and empowerment. From a typical classroom instructional standpoint, this is the same concept as demonstrating a process, but using, uh, but using XR could allow each of the students to engage in that directed step-by-step -step experience on their own and reference support when they need it. The difference between the XR experience and a video tutorial is the direct overlay of essential information into the real environment in which the student is seeking to function. This reduces the need for conceptualizing information from the video and then transferring how the skill could be applied in the current real experience. With students seeking to execute a new skill for the first time, eliminating the barrier of entry for executing the task sets students up for success. In addition, it is typical for students to take multiple attempts to master a skill. Using the XR device as a support tool, it would be possible to remove the automatic display of certain support elements for students to attempt the task without guidance, but would allow those support tools to be brought back in when help was required or requested by the student. In the product development field, XR professionals suggest iterating as quickly as possible as valuable feedback from users helps products to improve more quickly. In a previous post, I talked about instructional pedagogy entitled, Teachers, the world is changing, your instruction must change with it. A core element was faster feedback as a necessary element of modern classrooms. The principle is cut from the same cloth and focuses on providing a stakeholder, a user or creator with information at a faster rate. XR technologies like the HoloLens created by Microsoft utilizes augmentation to the real environment in order to provide more details or instructions about what you see and immediate feedback when the environment changes due to an action by the user. Lockheed Martin is using the HoloLens as a means for optimizing the training of new employees to help streamline the process of new skill acquisition. Tutorials and visual instructions are overlaid onto real products in the real workspace in real time. When I heard this, I, was, I immediately wanted to apply this to traditional learning environments like K-12 classrooms. There are so many examples where this could be applied right now and have a positive impact. Examples are dissections in anatomy, anatomy and physiology, where a user is instructed on how and where to cut. Uh, grammar and sentence uh, feedback. This could be a video tutorial on how to properly um, structure uh, or use grammar tools in order to um, correctly format a sentence. Uh, engineering and product design, such as materials testing or information about potential materials. and um, 
a chemistry lab procedure in data analysis, uh, such as having a built-in temperature sensor so that when you looked at a particular item, uh, you got data associated with that particular piece or material. While only a few, the educational opportunities listed above would be positively impacted by either the augmented nature of the information or the data collected, or the rapid speed of feedback and access to tutorial assistance. Through the application of the XR device, students would receive more specific and timely feedback on the skills they were seeking to master. Realistically, this is hyperfeedback, which allows for faster duration and ultimately more effective learning. Circling back to the main idea of this post, the experience of learning in 3D with XR is a much more rich and authentic experience that supports students in providing real-time support and feedback on skills that the students are actually doing at that very moment. The traditional 2D consumption focused content requires students to view and then apply where the 3D experience can combine those elements in real time. Sure, it's true that 2D rectangular learning is something that has fostered a plethora of learning in students across the globe. However, I would be remiss as an educator to not consider how modern technology can enhance the learning experience of my students. All that I am asking is that the XR community remember that content creation can be more than just entertainment. The opportunity for XR integration into learning is a high percentage match in that the idea behind the technology is something that can help facilitate everything we want from our students. A productive learning experience. Thank you for listening, and I hope you check out some of my other, other articles on Medium. Once again, this is Andrew Julian. Thanks for listening. You just heard Hey XR, Don't Forget About Education, a story written and read by Andrew Julian. You'll find his post on the Teachers on Fire magazine on Medium. You can also connect with Andrew on Twitter at Andrew J. Julian. If you enjoyed the content you heard in this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter at teacher underscore blogs. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, thanking you for joining me today and hoping you'll be back for more right here on the Teacher Blogs podcast.